know that drama was sovereign. Good morning, church. I'm happy to be here from Teenage Church. I want to say thank you for the leadership of the church for this um, invitation to share with us briefly this morning. And I believe that what God has in store for us will not elude us in Jesus' name. This morning I've been told to share on maximizing this fasting and prayer season. I know that many of us usually, well, if I believe we are all together, I wanted to say if you are like me, we look forward to this time. It's always refreshing. I know that when we start this fasting and prayer, we meet daily and everybody comes eagerly. We do it from year to year and we are happy. God has been faithful. If we don't have a God that answers prayers, we will not come fasting. The Bible says, for which nation has a God like our God, who is near to us, as God is near to us, whenever we pray, whenever we call unto him in prayers, there is no other. Whenever we call upon the Lord is near us. The Bible says, for your name is near, your, your, your wonderful works, men declare. That means that when we call his name, he's not far away. If as I'm here now, I call my sister's name, I say, I don't care. She cannot hear because she's far away. But when we call on the name of Jesus, he's closer to us than our very breath. He hears prayers. When we call unto him, he responds. That's why he has invited us again this year to the banqueting table. He has invited us again to fast. And he's eager, he's eager to do marvelous things in our lives. I want us to just read First Peter, uh, First Corinthians two nine. That seems to to say something about the fast of this year. First Corinthians chapter two verse nine. It says, "That is what the Scripture means when they say, No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor mind." And no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. I want to let us know that no matter what we can imagine, what God has in store for us is higher, is greater than what we can imagine. We have our desires, we have our thoughts, we have our whatever. But the Bible is saying that high has not seen, nor here had, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love you. Can you please tell your neighbor, there are great things in store for you this season. I say it to myself too, there are great things that God has in store for me at this season. I want to just, I don't want to assume that we know why we fast. You know, I, I'm sure I've shared this story probably here before. Well, the first time I fasted, it was very funny. I was at... Um, doing my A-levels at Okeguya Campus, Mapoli then. And the brother told me that I, uh, people fast. I was asking, she, he explained that you don't eat till I think he said 12 or 1. So I too decided to fast. I fasted till 12 1. And immediately it was around that time, I went out to buy food and I ate. And I quickly came and met the brother. Brother, and he was asking, how did he go? It went fine. Have you eaten? Yes. He said, did you pray? I said, ah, yes, they didn't bother. They didn't tell me that when I fast, I should pray. I, so it was, I didn't know the, the reason 
where I was fasting. So, this time around, why do we fast? I'll just mention a few things, but mind you, it is not exhaustive. It's just the ones that dropped in my heart to share with us for now. One of the reasons we fast is that it strengthens our intimacy with God. It strengthens our fellowship with our Father. You know, like I was saying, God himself is eager to have us come close to him. When we fast, you see, we gain a lot of time. The time we spend cooking, the time we spend eating, the time, all those times we gain it. And then, of course, it's, it makes us lose interest in certain things that takes our time. So one of the reasons why we fast is for deeper intimacy, deeper fellowship with our Father. Another reason why we fast is, like Jesus said in Matthew 9.29, when the disciples made attempt to cast out a demon, Matthew 9.29, and Jesus was talking to them. He touched their eyes, saying, maybe that's not where I want. Let me check my own scripture. Or if you can help me get it first. He was talking about this, this part does not go except by prayer and fasting. Media, please help me check it from the concordance. There are certain times that there are issues that seem to have limitations. But when we mix our praying with fasting, we start to get results. So that time, Jesus, the disciples tried in vain to cast out the devil. And then when Jesus came, he casted it out. By the time Jesus casted it out, the disciples called, went outside and they were asking, why could we not cast it out? And Jesus said, this is okay, but this type does not go except by prayer and fasting. You know, um, there was a time Pastor Adebaye was sharing something with us. With, with the congregation. And he was talking about, there were, he felt an urge to fast. But that day, there was, I think it, they prepared his favorite food. That's why he had the way. And he ate that meal. And I think later in the day, or not long after, a call was, was, a call was put to him about somebody, he went somewhere and somebody was sick, was in a dying state. And he just realized, ah, the reason why God wanted me to fast was for this purpose. You know what he did? Some of us who have heard the story. He went outside, put his hand inside his throat and vomited the meal. You know, when we fast, there is, there is this kind of strength that comes again. I remember it happened, I had a little experience like that some years ago. I think like four years ago, we had an annual um, deliverance uh, Africa Deliverance Convention at the School of Missions at Idere. Some of my folks from the church here were with me. So we, were, we broke into different groups. That morning, when they brought breakfast for me, it was Akara and uh, Pap. I just felt an urge not to, not to take it. I struggled with it because we had walked into the night and I was exhausted. But do you know that day, God granted me the grace to resist that food. And we went into the day. In our various groups, you know, Brother Olunuga too had a group. Some of our missionaries had groups. Something broke out in one of the groups. And I don't think I've ever seen it before. We saw these teenagers. They were crying. They were weeping. It started from one of the classes. I can't remember whether it was 
a class that was handling. But you see, it was an all-day deliverance. You see them crying. Ah, 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 I've sinned. Ah, another one crying. I'm a witch. Another one crying. And the whole place was scattered. And he jumped from class. And we were just the old ministry deliverance. They finished the they finished the program in the adult session. Called us to come. We couldn't call come in. We couldn't join them. It was all day affair. I'd never seen that. You know, I've seen convictions, but for it to be over all the congregation and it jumped from that class it went to brother Ludunga's class it all oh, everybody and i said ah so this is the reason why god did not allow me to take breakfast in the morning so there are certain it, it makes us sharper and you see we it's it's that, that those are some facts that we didn't even plan for this one we are even privileged to prepare ahead so at another thing that happens, you know, when we fast is that it sharpens our spirit man. As we, we, we can easily get encumbered, but when, when we are sharpened, we hear God more easily. You know, in our th- we have a lot of noise, usually in our minds and everything. That at times when God is shouting, talking, we find it difficult to pick. And I, mean, I must encourage our young ones who are still searching for life partner. You can you add fasting to your prayers. Seek the face of God. It's easier to pick instructions. Some of us are at the junk, various junctions of our lives. We're about to retire from maybe civil service or wherever. Why don't you set some time apart to hear God? So at certain critical junctions of decision, we take time to fast and pray to seek the face of God. And another thing I will say, like I said, it's not an exhaustive list, but what dropped into my heart that I should share with us. You know, there is a grace that is released upon you when you fast. That those who fast, you, you can touch it, you know it, and it's something rubs up on you from the presence of God. And we, we see that in the scriptures, go through scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, you will discover that men who walked with God, when we, men who had close fellowship with God, they were people of intense prayer, fasting, who sought God. And I know I'm moving very fast, but um, it's just to make sure that we maximize our time. Men who walked with God fasted. For example, when protection was needed for the children of Israel who were going back to rebuild the walls, they fasted. When they needed to go with resources, Ezra called God because they needed protection. He was saying, we have, boasted, we have boasted about the power of our God that is able to protect, is able to do this and that. Why would I now go and meet the king and say, come and grant me protection? They fasted. So sometimes when we need protection, when we have issues, we fast and we pray, we call upon the Lord and enhance us. People like Esther, when there was looming evil concerning the children of Israel, what did Esther do? What, what did she ask herself and her, her team members to do? What did they, they fasted. Why were they fasting? To seek the face of God for deliverance and for favor. I know how we fasted. There was a time when uh, it was as if Nigeria was going to break. 
into war. You remember that time when uh, Jonathan was the election that you know, took Jonathan's house. I remember how the church fasted and people were praying. Why? We knew that if God does not intervene, Nigeria will break. You know that they said those Western nations have already parked their ship at the coast of Nigeria, waiting for Nigeria to do what? To burst into war. That once we start fighting like this, US citizens, everybody just come, we will ship you out. You remember how the airport was filled? As if people were at social D. Do you remember? People wanted to run away because they believed this election, there was going to be war. But what did the church of God in Nigeria do, brethren? We fasted, we prayed, and the Lord had us. That's why we can still drink our gari in peace. So, we have, we also have example of Moses. When it was time to, re, to receive instruction, instruction for the nation, for the new nation being formed, he went to the mount, he fasted. Jesus, our high priest, he went on 40 days prayer and fasting when he was stepping into his ministry. What about the apostles? So, uh, I, Brother Paul fasted. In fact, when they were going to commission him, when they were going to be sent, the Bible said they were fasting and praying when God spoke. So, even in the place of fasting and praying, God speaks to us. And of course, we have this man that was greatly beloved. They call him the greatly beloved. They love him in heaven. When they hear his name is heaven, they are excited. The angel said, man, greatly beloved. That's Daniel. Daniel was a man given to fasting. I hope I mentioned some scriptures. We can find that of Ezra in Ezra chapter 10, that of Esther in Esther chapter 4, that of Moses in Exodus 34, that of Saul and Barnabas, Acts 13, and um, Paul, Saul on the, on the ship too. Saul, oh, I'm sorry, Paul now. Acts 27, when it was as if they were going to be shipwrecked. So, men who walk with God, they were men given to fasting. Do you desire God? And at times, when we feel that our thirst for the Lord is going down, you feel that you have, you are, you know, at times I just feel that you are becoming heavy. You, you, you are becoming, feeling less sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We don't need to wait for the church. You, you declare a fast for yourself. In fact, fasting is meant to be a regular spiritual exercise for all of us. And when Jesus was saying this type, were not by prayer and fasting. He was not talking about the fact that it was that day they must be fasting. He was talking about a fasted life. Something that will not suddenly just come out of the blue. Regular times of fasting and seeking the face of the Lord. The, I believe the Lord will grant us grace to step into that. So, when last week I believe we were looking at a scripture. I just want to read that scripture briefly before we look at keys to maximize the fast. Isaiah chapter 58. I want to pick a few things from that before we go to the main thing of today. Just a minute, I want to check how my time is going. Um, Okay. Isaiah 58. I want us to read from, I have New Living Translation here. Okay, maybe I can look up. From verse 6. 
He says, Is not this the fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Next verse. Is it not to give thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh, eight. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning. Just a minute. The first two verses that we have read talks about the fact that God himself has an expectation concerning the fast. And he was talking in verse 6, he was saying, this is the kind of fasting I want. That's first of all saying, God is saying, I want the fast. And I want to say that for us as a church, God is saying, I want this fast. This 21 days fast. And even God, I want to say on behalf of God. For the lazy one that used to say, I'm saying on behalf of God. I want to say on behalf of God that God himself is looking forward to our fast. He's looking forward to doing certain things in our midst. And then he goes on to talk about feel the things, uh, what is expected of us. We are to free those who are wrongly imprisoned, lighten the burden of those who work for you, and so on. I give an example. There are many ways in which you can do the burden, the, the heavy burdens. We can pray for people. You know, this fast is not meant to be consumed on only ourselves. Thank God for our prayer, our bulletin. We usually have intercessory points. Let's note it. There are certain yokes that must be broken during the time of this fast. And may I also want to say this. Paradventure, you are afraid of fasting. Please don't be afraid. You won't die. It's exciting. It's enjoyable. Initially, it will look as if, ah, I'm dying, oh, and my eyes are turning. It's just your body adjusting. But the moment you, you start the fast, do I have witnesses in the house that the day, the next day after the fasting, you don't feel like eating? Please, has it happened to you? Thank you. You'll be wondering, the fast is difficult. It's like, I should continue the fast next day after 21 days, after 20, because it's enjoyable. You are lighter. So, take the, the step of faith. And if it's a fear of maybe I'll fall sick or whatever, if you, if you need to treat malaria, treat it and get it out of the way and step into the fast. So this fast, the Bible is also saying, let your prayers go free. I beg us, if there's any one of us there that is oppressing someone, maybe you have an house help and you are maltreating that person, it's better to repent and have a change in attitude and the way we treat that person. In any form, there is oppression. Let's do without it. It says, share your food with the hungry. We can deliberately go out of our ways to make sure that we, we give out to the hungry. Fasting is coming. We will be coming every day. There may be people that don't have what to break the fast with. We can ask the Lord. As I'm going today, Lord, this meal I have prepared it for somebody. Lead me to the person that has this food. You can come to church with cooler and you are praying. And God may just lead you to somebody. This is your own meal for the, you know, just drop it. You may not even mention, you may just drop it in the person's car. Let's be sensitive. We may be fasting and there are people that don't have food. So the fasting is not even fasting for them. Whether, whether you declare fasting or not, there is nothing. Let's be on the lookout. And I believe the habit will also follow us beyond now. It talks about 
give shelter to the homeless, give clothes to those who need them, and do not hide from relatives who need your help. See, when we do some of these things, it invokes the Lord's mercy upon us. He says, blessed are the merciful. For what? For they shall obtain mercy. Let's deliberately make acts of, acts, acts of mercy part of our life. And then verse 8, he says, then, then your salvation will come like the dawn. How did King James put it? Then shall thy light break forth as the morning. Something will definitely happen. It is God that is promising this. He says, and our health shall spring forth speedily, and, our right, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. For the glory of the Lord shall be thy rare word. Change that God is saying, I'm going, to, I'm going to descend upon you with my glory. This is a promise of God for us concerning this fast. I want to stop here. Maybe let's take verse 9 before I move to the next thing we want to do. It says, then thou shalt call and the Lord shall answer. Can we hold on to that, to that promise? God, you said, I, then, when I've done this, when I call, you are going to answer. It is a promise, and either promise does not fail. It's our God. Praise the Lord. So, let's just look at a few keys to maximizing this fast. A few things that are impressed upon my heart to share with us concerning this fast as we will be going on in it. One of the things that I believe God will want us to do is to set goals concerning this fast. Pause and ask yourself, we are going to have this fast. What are my expectations? What do I want God to do with my life? Have you thought of it? If you have not, this is the time to think on it. Is it just a bandwagon fast uh, in our church? That is the way we used to fast every, every November. No, it's more than that. It should not be. So number one, let's set goals and have expectation. Daniel in Daniel 9 verse 3 said, I set my face to seek the Lord. There was a focus. There was, there was a goal. There was a target. And I want us to look at, yes, thank you. He said, let me read it. Daniel said, I set my face, that means I made a determination unto the, to seek the Lord, to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. We keep making references to it. And I want us to know, and in setting our goals, we have it preferable, number two, to write our goals and expectations down. Quietly write it down. It's very, 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 you see, we human beings, we have a short memory. And one thing I personally desire to do is to go back and check some of those prayer points that I have laid before God on my expectations, and then I keep checking. Last year, we fasted. These were the things I prayed about. Which ones, can I say, has been answered? Which ones has God changed my mindset about and, and things like that? So it's very, very important to write our goals and expectations down. We, and see, talking about goals, it was difficult for me to separate goals and expectations. I want us to go, we have, we have looked at a scripture that has a promise. Another scripture I want us to look at is in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It talks about faith. And it talks, the, the latter part says, God is a rewarder 
of them that diligently do what? Seek him. God will reward you. God will reward me. God will reward us. As we go, he said, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We're talking about having expectation. That I'm, as I'm fasting, you know, the devil is very subtle. The devil may come and say, ah, is that now how you fasted last year? And he will be pre out of all the things you fasted, maybe there's just one that does not seem to have been answered according to your expectation. The devil will come and place it in front of you and said, see, your fasting is meaningless. I want you to know that the word of God does not change. He says, he that cometh to God must believe that he is that is, you must believe that God exists. You, we, we must believe that he is there and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Fasting is a way of diligently seeking God. Let's come in full confidence of faith. Let us come believing that he is going to reward us. It is, it is not a, a Yoruba, we call it tabishu, one matter. It is not shaking. It is certain that God is a rewarder. God is going to reward us. So why don't we prepare ourselves? Note down, this and this and this are what I expect the Lord to do concerning my life, through my life during this fasting. And number three, we need to have a thirst to encounter God. You know, in Isaiah 55, he was saying, come unto me, you that is thirsty. God is eager to fill us when we are thirsty. And if you discover that your heart is flat, you are not thirsty, you are not fervently searching for God, this is also an opportunity to say, God, stir my heart up. I'm getting too settled. I'm getting satisfied with this level. I want to press higher. It is an opportunity for transformation. When Moses went up the mount, he didn't come back the same way. By the time he came back, what happened? The Bible made us know that his face glowed. He himself was not aware. So this fasting that we're about to do is like a come up either that God is beckoning us to come. Let us expect that we are going to be transformed. And I want us to also note something. We are coming with our requests. But let us know from what we read in 1 Corinthians 2.9. Despite all that we have identified and we are noting as requests, what God has in store for us far surpasses what we can imagine or think. Hello? What God, our Father, has prepared for us for this fasting, we can't comprehend it. It's after the fact that we look and say, wow, it's been a wonderful time in his presence. You know, I have experienced a couple of things once a while, when I'm, I discovered some of it has been done in the times of prayer and fasting. You know, maybe not even expecting it, just lying down praying and clown, just discover that one has gone, you know, out, and you are already seeing altars that God is showing you, and you are, one begins to pull down and things like that. They come when, you know, our spirits are more alert when we fast. And God begins to do things through us. So, let's, when, when we come, let's also expect God to speak. God gives, gives us 
um, secrets. I don't know why God is like, I know God does not gossip, but God tells us things that you want and say, ah, God, you know, you are showing me this again. Some are for prayers. Some are, I don't know. I think God just enjoys sharing things with his people. And one other thing, I've, I've talked about writing our request. One other thing that is very, very important to maximize this fast is let's have a daily record of God's dealings with us during the fast. What do I mean? Maybe when we are, by the time we are breaking during the day, write your experience. Even if you say today's fasting was difficult, I was so tired, praying was a struggle, write it down. The certain thoughts, you see, one of the, well, we're, uh, we're going to talk about that, certain thoughts that come to our hearts that normally we would have discarded because we are over full, you are able to trap them and then let's write them. At times when you are writing, it looks like this doesn't really make much sense. But two, three months, years after, when you go and say, ah, so God spoke this to my heart, and I didn't know, it's very important. You see, when we don't write some of these things down, your, your ability to hear begins to grow, begins to, it, it gets dull if there's something, if, if, if that's the way I can put it. He gives us secrets. In fact, I had some experiences that he got to a point. There was a time somebody was saying something. He said, he told another, he said, that sister is a witch. So I was wondering, I went the person, unfortunately for me at that time, when the person was now sharing with me that so and so person said you are a witch. I said, eh. I know he didn't say so and so person. He said, somebody said you are a witch. I said, eh. Okay, and now said, is this so and so person? Do you understand? He just, the, the name just dropped into my heart. And also, I now laughed. And later, the person apologized. I said, God speaks. So, you expect me to have been a Christian. I cannot pick his voice. But these are some of the ways by which God tells us certain things. You, things that, at times you will say, may not, maybe, let, let me give you an example. I didn't plan to give personal examples, but I just want us to know that in the place of praying and fasting, God shows us certain things. There was this um, plane crash or whatever. This one came as a dream. I just dreamt that there was a plane crash and whatever. I woke up, I didn't pray about it. And then got to my office. I was sharing with my, with my colleague, a sister, and that was the time they had this, uh, I don't know whether it's also Liso or Dana, those two, there was an air crash. And I was praying and said, God, I'm very, very sorry. I, I got, went back again. I dreamt there was a plane crash. So I came and I was telling my friend, I said, ah, I dreamt there was a plane crash. That plane that crashed, do you understand? Only to now, for another one to do what? To follow. That, though this one is not a positive one, but when, we, when God expects us to intercede, he will show us things. Are we together? And fasting helps us to be sharper at picking certain of those things. Then, if we're going to maximize this fasting and prayer, we should push distractions away. Some of us are drowsy. Can you tell your neighbor, push distractions away? Let's deliberately, you know, when we read the earlier part of that Isaiah 58, 
he was talking about exacting all our labors. If there are things we can afford to postpone at this time so that we can have enough time, let's postpone them. It is going to be worth it. I remember there was a time I fasted. You know, those days we used to do 40 days prayer and fasting in a glory time Bible church. So I attempted it when I was, I went to a particular mission field. I think by the 20-something day, I felt very sick. You know, when I got back and I was sharing with our pastor, pastor said, me, I'm fasting 40 days and 40 day prayer and fasting. I'm inside AC. You were attempting a trekking. At that time, we would trek for one hour, go, come back, or whatever. I broke down. So, and at the end of the day, that was how I couldn't com complete the fasting. So, the ones we can push away, heavy work, distractions, that we know we can afford to, even though it will be, it will, it, it will be like everybody later, let's push them away. Let, let's, go, let's let God know that we are serious. Let's not lose our schedule. And if there, is, if there is somebody that you know is fighting you, you know the Bible says when you bring your offering before God, if someone has an ought against you, let's go and make up with the person. Or is it us? You are angry. Somebody has offended you. Pour it before the Lord. I say, God, I'm sorry. I released the person in my heart. It's not every time that you go and meet the person and say, you have offended me. Because when you go and meet some people, say, which offense? You are going to share me. And they do, it will now do what? It will, you can just let go and say, God, forgive me. Cleanse me. It's a distraction. You will be, we may be praying and prayers. You are fasting, but God will not bend his principles for us. It can get to the ceiling. It, it may not pass the ceiling. The prayers may be bouncing back. And the devil knows this. So when, the, when fasting is coming like this, it will deliberately arrange people to annoy you. It may even be an okada person or whatever. It's a distraction. So let's be prepared that you, you will not make me sin. You, you will not make me say what I should not say. And then, uh, we should avoid needless talking. Beloved, when we talk too much, it drains away grace. I don't know whether we've experienced it before. You just have a burden to pray. And somebody is by your side. The person is just chatting. The person will make sure you talk. The person is just, by the time you finish talking, talk, and we now want to pray, you just discover that you are like a balloon that has been, that has a hole. The more you try to, to blow air, the more it's doing, you try. So, part of the distractions we, we, we do away with is needless charts. Where we know that we, will not, we are not going to get opportunity to seek the face of God. Let's avoid it. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. One other thing that is going to help us during this fast, and it is actually the, the, the pivotal thing, let us take advantage of the word of God. If there is, I don't know how better to say it. We have to fill our hearts with the scriptures at this time if we're going to maximize it. Why? The, the, the word of God cleanses us, purifies us. As we are reading the word of God, it's like a mirror. We are seeing where we are, we are going wrong. We are seeing where our lives has to be corrected. We are allowing God to do his own work in us. So we have to allow him. And you know, when we are filling the, our hearts with the word of God, it is also that same word that God is going to ride on to give us instruction. But when the word is, is, where our heart is blank of the word of God, what will it, what, 
will he, what will be used to pray? I want us to know that to sustain prayers, we need the word. If you don't, if you, if you are not taking in the word, you just discover you are, we are making meaningless repetition. Are we together? And the body may not be intense, but as we deliberately read the word of God, we receive grace. And then it is the word, it is that word that acts as a sword in the spirit realm. So apart from filling our minds with the word of God, we, we should pray the word of God. What do I mean? Think, um, when I'm talking about praying the scriptures, that's another point. I've talked about soaking ourselves with the word, reading the word of God. Another point is that during this praying time, during this praying and fasting, let's, let's endeavor to pray the scriptures. The scripture goes, the Bible talks about God's word is like hammer, breaking things. The way it's written is actually the way it is in the spirit realm. We've had issues of ministering deliverance to people, and the person says, when we are quoting the word of God, something that I saw this, I saw a sword, it caught this, it caught that. That's the power of the word. You that you are praying, we that we are praying for the person. <laughs> Me, ring, Koko, eh? I didn't see anything. The person that is being prayed for, he's seeing the word at work, but he doesn't even need to see it. The word of God already says it, and it happens. So, praying the scriptures is important. Jesus did it. Many times Jesus will pray the word of God out. Sometimes you open the scriptures, you pray it out as it is. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. Like we were praying yesterday. Okay, not all of us were there yesterday. Like we were praying, the Lord is my shepherd. You know, um, I think once Amplified says, the Lord is my shepherd to keep, to guard, to... And then you begin to pray, Father, be my shepherd. Come and guard me according to your word. Come and do... As you are speaking it out, things are happening in the spirit realm. So, the word of God is key. Another thing that is very, very important, if we're going to maximize this, this fast, because indeed God has great things in store for us, is that we should keep ourselves tuned in. What do I mean? You know that when we want to tune our radio, there are times you will, you will get a station and it is very noisy, and you keep turning and you are trying to locate which one is which or whatever. Sometimes our hearts are like that. You know we are spirit beings. Many things are happening that we are not seeing. The spiritual controls the physical. So, one of the aim of this fast is to key in to the spirit of God. Is to allow our spirits to pick signals, to pick instructions. So, we must guard our hearts and surround ourselves with what is going to encourage us to be tuned with God. One of the things we do is to, we have radios. Let's, let's, Good worship, let it surround us. Beloved, especially young people, I want us to know that good songs, worship songs, attracts angelic visitation, attracts angelic presence, attracts the presence of God. Just as songs that were gotten from shrines attract demons. I've experienced it before. I'm saying this because I know young people love music a lot. Remember, when I was younger, I went to visit my grandma, and there was this radio station, and they were playing Ogunde's song. I was sleeping, I was half awake. Suddenly something jumped out. It was as if something jumped out of that radio and began to come dark. You know, I had to jump up and fiercely resist. One of these things that we say, they are real. 
That's my own encounter. They have been different people. So surround yourself with worship, good worship. As we are worshiping, the presence of God comes down. You might be worshiping in your heart. You know, the challenge some of us face is that at my place of work, will I just uh, start worshiping or something like that? But I want us to know that there are ways of doing this thing. There are ways of tuning in. You may be in a meeting, but yet your heart is praying. You are there, you are praying. You may be going, there are times, because I, I, I'm talking about tuning in now. Tuning in, in, in involves praying in tongues, praying unceasingly. I may drive. I remember I used to do something. There's one junction when I was at it, but I would drop and I'm going to the next place. I would quit my phone. I would put phone like this and I'll be talking. Because if I'm talking, you know, when the days of COVID, you can put mask, face mask, you can be, you can be praying in tongues in the market. You are enjoying yourself. But now when you put on face mask, you will be like, what's wrong with this person? So sometimes what I just do is I pick my phone and I'll be saying, God, ah, God, I love you. Ah, God, you are very good. I'll be whispering. At least when my phone is there, they will think I'm talking to somebody. Am I not talking to somebody? We have to be very creative because the devil plans to choke us away. To choke, there will be activities that will choke us from the presence of God. You may be fasting from morning till 5.30. You may not have a single personal time. So, but you must create that time. You, there's nothing wrong in excusing yourself. I'm not even, I'm just quickly going to the toilet. You have a body. You just feel I need to pray about something. Excuse me, go to the toilet. If it's at your workplace, Father, in the name of Jesus, I raise this issue before you. I don't know whether this person is in trouble. Please send help, send deliverance, Holy God. And you pray, and you come out. Nobody can arrest you for going to ease yourself. That's why we said we must be deliberate. We must set our face to do what? To seek the Lord. These are things that will begin to culminate. By the time we now come in the evening and we come to pray together, something happens. We will not first have to be winding us, winding us before we pray. Yes, we may be, I, I, I'm not saying we will not be tired, but we must be deliberate. So the, the, the issue of keeping our hearts in tune is one of the most difficult things to do. Because the heart, in fact, the moment you decide you want to settle down, to think about God, to different noise, if I, if, I don't know whether there is noisy, so it's the English people that will say it. Different kinds of noise will come. You just remember, ha, ah, I'm supposed to buy petrol. Ha, ah, the noise will come. But you have to be deliberate. Very soon we're winding up. And then, apart from the continuous prayer, let's have scheduled time of praying. When we finish praying together as a church, if you like, there is nothing wrong in you getting one of the things I try to one of the things I try to do for myself is I try not to break until I have prayed because when I eat I become tired and I sleep that's a weakness I have so I try even if it means praying and breaking the fast at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. I just want to make sure that I spend a little time to just be in his presence personally and in between fast we gain time we may sometimes make mistakes and say, ah, today has gone. And then we just relax, we just eat, we just play, we just sleep. In between that fast, it is still a fasting season. Let's keep ourselves alert. God can come to us in our dream. God can come to us on our knees. I've experienced it before, just kneeling down to pray. And I just discovered that um, I've left the body and God is showing me certain things. In fact, initially, when he started, I was scared. 
I went to meet pastor. I said, ah, you know, because I, I just left my body. He was the one that asked question. I said, no, 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 it's not, it's not, you are not a witch. Stop fighting, you know? So we must, we must, we, we must keep ourselves, because you don't know when that visitation will come, when God will want to raise you to the next level. And then I want us to say, let us go all the way, all the way with God. Let's not resist him. Let's allow him to have his way. You know, there may be times we have not scheduled to pray. Do we get what I'm saying? You didn't, maybe you have learned that I'll be praying 7 to 7.30. And then suddenly around 6.30 or in the night, you just have a burden to pray. Don't say, no, no, no. It is that time that I have planned that I'm going to pray that I will pray. It may be that time that you have planned to pray that you now have one strange visitor that will not allow you to pray. God sees it ahead. Or that time, you may, the body may have left. You know, bodies come and sometimes they lift. Are we together? So let's allow God. This time around, let's go all the way. Let's take it as, let me use the word, do or die, I fear. In praying, I will pray. In worshiping, I will worship. In speaking, I will speak. I will confess the scriptures. Everything that I know that God has taught me, I'm going to pour it all into this fasting. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. I want us to pray. I do, or, or do we ask if there is a question? Um, sorry. Please, in case you are here and you are not yet baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I want us to know that the Holy Spirit helps us to pray when we are weak. At times we don't know what to pray about. He helps us. As we begin to say, Holy Spirit, help me. As we begin to pray, the, the, he comes and he helps. There will be opportunity for us, maybe after the service, I believe there will be, there will be, our pastors will be around to pray for us. Where can we stay if we have people who are thirsty like that? Yes, in the, this green set of chairs on this right hand side. We can go there and wait and we'll be attended to. We need his help. There, there is a move. God is ready to sweep us sweep us into his, his, into his counsel, into the next level. But let's, let's, let's yield ourselves to him. Praise the Lord. I also want to say that if you find that you are very tired, you try to pray, you cannot pray. Sometimes I do something, I say, let me at least report. Maybe you have a place you have laid as your altar in your bedroom. Maybe it is a corner of your room. Go there, kneel down, stay in his presence and say, God, I'm here for you. I love you. Just stay there. It's, I'm so tired. To pray is difficult. You may pick your Bible and start reading Psalm 89. Um, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth. Before long, strength will come. So let us not give up. Let us not be discouraged in any way. Praise the Lord. Any question?